No, 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 no. It really sounds like you don't want them. <laughs> hey, everybody who's listening right now, everybody who's listening right now or is going to listen, who is better? The X-Men Magneto from the earlier versions of X-Men 1, 2, and 3 or the X-Men Magneto from the future, uh, future past, first class, and all those? Please let us know which one is better. Because I'm trying to tell this man the OG version is the best Magneto. He was the real OG. You you can't bring in a new start Magneto. Episode, start episode. <laughs> <laughs> you can't bring in a new one, bro. Oh, oh my God. Let me, let's get into it. <laughs> you are now listening to the QD Podcast. Is this what you want? What's up, everybody? You're listening to the Q&E Podcast. You're here with your boy Q Hicks right now, and I got Egga on the other line. Egga, tell the people what's good. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Q&E Podcast. We got a lot of sports news coming in. I just want to get my I just want to get my rant off, you know what I'm saying? Buccaneers fan, born and raised. We won the Super Bowl, dog. I don't even got my... I ain't got no butts deal with me right now. If I if I had a flag, I'd be waving the flag all over the place. Brady got seven rings. We got championship number two. We we proved all the doubters wrong. I remember a lot of y'all said we're gonna be eight and eight. We barely gonna make the playoffs if we even make the playoffs. And then we were on the road to Washington. Bucks gonna get upset. Watch Washington gonna be the team that beat y'all. <laughs> beat them. Went to New Orleans. Man, we swept them during the regular season. It's gonna be the same thing. Yep, since y'all ass home too. And then went to the north, to Green Bay, and upset the MVP of the league. And then what happened next? Pat Mahomes and the unstoppable Chiefs offense couldn't even get a touchdown in the Super Bowl? Just climbing up for the Bucks, dog. Elite defense. We got the go quarterback. Man, what a time to be alive. What a time. You can go ahead. Once again, you put Tom Brady in the Bucks above your ancestors. I'm really ashamed of you. <laughs> you, you. We have to start all these episodes by saying happy Black History Month. They only giving us 28 days, so we got to say happy Black History Month before we do anything. Hey, we, we have a lot of black players on the team. Shout out <laughs> to the Bucks. Don't backtrack, Doc. All them boys. Oh, and uh, real talk, shout out to the entire uh, black – Black coaching staff under Bruce Arians, Byron Leftwich, Todd Bowles, uh, our special teams coach who was black. Uh, shout out to the women coaches that we got on our team. Just all the amazing black coaches and all the women coaches that we got on our team. We really made history with that. So shout out to the Buccaneers for making history in so many ways. First team to win a Super Bowl at home. We we just had an amazing run this year. So I'm I'm really proud of us. Happy Black History Month, y'all. Yes, sir. Shout out to all them coaches paving the way. Hopefully they can get some jobs next year. We're gonna dive into it. I got a topic for it. Uh, but before we dive into anything else, definitely check us out tomorrow, Thursday at 9 a.m. Eastern time on Dash Radio. Definitely tap into the nothing but net station. We will be on at 9 a.m. Once again, that is Dash Radio app, or you can go to dashradio.com. Slash nothing but net n o t h i n b u t n e t and definitely check us out. But I guess we can just start off where you picked it up at with the Super Bowl Fifty Five reaction. How honestly, how surprised were you with the Mahomes performance and just the the collapse of the Chiefs, bro? Honestly, I was very surprised. I expected I, I expected both teams to score over twenty eight points. The Bucks filled that prediction, but the Chiefs failed. I honestly. It was a complete meltdown offensively for the Chiefs. I did not expect only nine points. I, I expected at least three to four touchdowns from Pat Mahomes in that offense. Granted, 
He didn't have two or three starting offensive linemen, but we hold Patrick Mahomes to that standard of greatness to where, hey, you got to make it work. You still got all your receivers. You still got your running backs. Make it work. And you still great. You ain't hurt. So just make it work. I don't, I'm not going to say, oh, he ain't have all his linemen. So that's the reason why they couldn't score any touchdowns. Like, no, I'm not going to give him that excuse because we have to hold them to the same standard that we hold Brady, A-Rod, and all of them to right now. So no excuse for the Chiefs on why they didn't score, even though it was very sad to see. I was expecting a much closer game. That was my biggest takeaway, bro. Patrick Mahomes really got to see how it's like on most of the teams in the NFL. When it wasn't a perfect situation, this is what most quarterbacks are going up against, bro. Not to that same extent because it felt like every time he was dropping back, bro, they was on his head. Like, I have never seen Patrick Mahomes. He, he had a Russell oh, Wilson experience. Th that's who he really looked like. <laughs> he looked like Russell Wilson the whole night. But he really got to experience what the regular quarterback goes through. I think a couple of his linemen were out. But like you said, bro, he has to overcome. We, we are painting him as the next great quarterback. He has to overcome and has to show up in those moments. His wide receivers did show up to play. Tyreek Hill got shut down. Kelsey, he ended up with some good stats, but he really was uh, obsolete throughout the whole game. Really, I really didn't even notice him that much. Right. So it's just like, man, the Bucs did a hell a of a job. Too. Dropped a lot of, him and Tyreek Hill dropped a lot of passes. So it's just like the Chiefs did not show up to play at all. Patrick Mahomes didn't show up. The defense didn't show up. It was really a complete domination what we've seen on Sunday, bro. And I I really don't know what else to say. I wasn't expecting this at all. I thought I thought the Chiefs were going to do what the Chiefs do, score every time. That defense showed up, though. I just want to give this prediction right now. I said it all weekend, and I'm going to say it again. Before everybody jumps on the train next season, I'm going to say it right now. Levante, not Levante David, Devin White is the best linebacker in the league, hands down. I don't want to hear no more talk about it. Devin White is the best linebacker in the National Football League. And it will be way more evident at the beginning of next season when he gets to have the championship belt season under him and going into the new season, everybody's going to be like, hey, this defense is still rolling and Devin White is going to be the head of that ship. Yeah. And it's funny because we were just having that conversation about Levante David last week and why he doesn't get that Pro Bowl attention and things like that. And I told you, it's because he doesn't win. When you don't win, you don't get that type of attention and you don't get heralded as being one of the greatest linebackers or best linebackers in the game. But like you said, he got the championship under his belt now. So every all the eyes are going to be on Levante David moving forward if he comes back with the Bucks and Devin White. So now Devin White can really make a Hall of Fame resume starting right now. Like he's already had two good years. I feel like he should have been all pro this season. So right. if he keeps building on that. He can easily walk into the Hall of Fame. Y'all got y'all next Derrick Brooks, bro. It's nothing that y'all can say. He shut he shut down Kelsey. Plain and simple. Shut down Kelsey. Shut down the run the whole season. And I don't see it sliding anytime soon. He will continue this trend. And so, shout out shout out to Mike Evans. Mike Evans announced uh, to Bruce Arians and publicly that he is willing to take a pay cut to keep. I don't know how much I like that, bro. As much of this team together as possible, he's going to take a pay cut. Not saying he'll just take a pay cut to keep everybody, but if it's that one or two players that they're really trying to keep, he'll he'll give up however much money he needs to. And I feel like that's the best thing to do with having Brady right now. Because as long as you got Brady, Super Bowl is the standard right now. So I don't I, know how much I like that because – the time spending it's time spending the NFL is so short, bro. You don't have that much time to really get your money. So you're trying to give away some money to keep everybody else. Like, that's some ownership. Let the owners and the GMs handle that. Like, I'm trying to get my money. I understand he's trying to be unselfish and all that. But man, my time in the NFL not long. I'm trying to collect these coins while I can, bro. But, but I'm he, telling you, you ain't gonna get too many big contracts after this. 
he just finished year seven, bro. Like he he got how uh, many big contracts does he have left? Yes, this is year seven. I know. I'm just saying though. It's like you seven years in, and you're just now saying this. Now, if he done said this like twice in his career already, then it's like, yeah, no, you don't need to say nothing like that no more. But after seven seasons, this is the first time that you're actually saying something like this. I don't blame him for that because he knows as long as Brady's there, like I said, they got a chance to go all the way again if they want to. So until Brady goes. I don't blame him for that. Because I'm just thinking, like, how much money he really going to give up now? Like, how much money he going to give up? Because that's really going to make a difference in somebody else's salary. Right. Like, you trying to bring back Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin, he going to cost some money to come back. Like, 14, 15 million. Like, so how much we talking about Mike Evans giving up? Uh, you trying to bring back a Levante David, a Leonard Fournette. How much money is he really trying to give up to get everybody or to get some people to come back? I think Antonio Brown a free agent, too. I think Antonio Brown gone. I honestly think Fournette gone. I think A.B. staying. A.B. loves Tom Brady so much and vice versa. Brady loves um, A.B. I just feel like Brady has never given up on um, A.B. And I just feel like they're they're going to stick. If anybody out of all them players going to stay, it's going to be Chris Godwin and Antonio Brown. Everybody else is like, I can't blame them for wanting to go somewhere else if they want to get paid. Mm-hmm. Bucks gonna be contenders like next. Exactly. As long as Brady is playing at Tampa, Bucks are contenders for the championship every year. So I don't blame Mike Evans for wanting to take a pay cut. I want I want to speak too soon about that, man, because it's a lot of times where it's hard to get back. I don't care who you got at quarterback. It's hard to get back to that mountaintop, man. Especially speaking from a Carolina fan, we got that at one year. I thought we was going back the next year, or at least a year after that. And that shit was a steep decline, bro. So I'm telling y'all right now, don't get y'all hopes up. Y'all had a good season. Just basking in success for right now. Don't oh, look too far. Yeah, yeah, don't look too ahead of what's going to happen next. But definitely basking in success. They're going to be contenders next year, but just don't think too far ahead. Because I'm telling y'all, the, the Super Bowl hangover is real. It's <laughs> definitely real, dog. So don't get too used to it. But um, damn, you had said something. But what what was up with Tom though, bro? He was running up on uh Tyran Matthew during the game. Like, hey, hey, what's going on with Tom, dog? Tampa getting hey, a little too much in my dog, man. My boy from Florida died, so you know he he just <laughs> him. That boy got that boy got that Tampa Saint Pete blood. Because he was talking he was talking shit before the game to Tyran Matthew, and then everybody was acting like Tyran was the one instigating shit. But Brady was the nigga really instigating shit. Like, yep. bruh, Brady out here acting different, bro. I ain't never seen Brady do that before. And I seen, I seen what Tyron Matthew had tweeted and took down. He he tweeted something and deleted it talking about Brady said something, like, to him that he's not going to repeat what he said. Like, trying to make it sound like Brady said something racist. And I'm like, y'all know Brady mic'd up, right? And I feel like that's why Tyron Matthew took that tweet down. Because I'm like... Brady mic'd up, bro. You better not keep that tweet up because they will I mean, why did Brady apologize yesterday? Didn't he say Brady didn't Brady say he apologized? Yes, he did. I, I ain't seen nothing about Brady. Bro, yes, huh? They said Brady. They said if he did yes, send huh? it to me. If he did send it to me. Bro, they said Brady uh apologized to Tyran Matthew over text. They said they apologized. I don't know what was said though. I don't know if it was any racist shit or if he just apologized for talking shit. If it wasn't no if it wasn't no racist shit, I don't see no reason for Tyron to be upset because Everybody talks shit during the game, bro. Like, if he call you a bitch, okay, I'm sure that's not the first time you <laughs> talk shit. So I feel like he was saying that because he he was probably trying to get a notion that Brady said something racist. And I mm. I don't know. I doubt. I doubt that. I honestly doubt it. Yeah, I don't think Brady said. I mean, I don't know. He is Megatom, though. Yeah. 
But oh, no. out, of, out of all the points in your career where you could have had some races, you wait all the way to the end of your career till now to finally say something racist. I, I, I feel like, honestly, that's why he took the tweet down. Because I'm like, no, Brady was mic'd up the whole game. And they'll definitely pull that clip up. If Brady they're did. not pulling that clip up, bro. If he, he said something racist, they're not pulling that clip up. Man. That duck is staying in, that duck is staying in the clips, bro. That duck is not going anywhere, bro. If he said some racist shit, they not, especially on Tom Brady, they're not letting that shit go, bro. Hell man, no! Man, I, don't, I don't think he said nothing crazy like that. He probably cussed him out, called him a bitch or whatever. That's what I feel like too. I, I feel like he called him a bitch or something. I'm gonna go at your neck or some shit along those lines because he definitely was going at him in that first half. He, he walked away. So was pointing at him. I'm like, yeah, bro, you did. <laughs> <laughs> you decided to just say this for the game, dog. Brady, he didn't. Like I said, Brady came in with that mindset that I'm gonna kill anybody in my way. But oh. Tyran Matthew was just the nigga. I, he was just gonna kill. Like that was just it. <laughs> Like it wasn't Tyran Matthew fault. Everybody was trying to build it up like it was Tyran, but it was just Brady was just coming to kill shit. Like, period. But let's dive into this conversation, bro. Who's the real GOAT? The goatiest of goats, man. So Tom Brady got seven rings. He I don't think he's ever gonna get touched in football. But now everybody's saying, is he the GOAT of all GOATs over the Michael Jordans? Uh, even over the individual sports like the Serenas, the Tigers. Is Tom Brady the goatiest GOAT? Uh honestly, uh it's not it's not a bad thing to say yes, but personally me, I would say no. I honestly would have Serena Williams as my overall GOAT. Like the GOATs of all the GOAT of all GOATs, it would be Serena Williams. If I had to give a top five right now in order, Serena Williams, Tom Brady, Michael Jordan. Usain Bolt, Ugh. Phelps, Biles. I was about to say <laughs> it was either gonna be Phelps or you. Um, not you saying. Um, it was either gonna be Phelps or Tiger at the mm. fifth spot, and then Simone Biles would probably be like six. I think it's so hard to compare a team sport to an individual sport because it's an individual sport. All you have to rely on is yourself to get the job done, but you. With the team sport, bro, you got to rely on others to get the job done. You don't know if they're going to come to play, if they're going to po- come to perform and things like that. So I think it's really hard to compare a team and individual sport. Because I've seen there was a lot of back and forth on that when people were trying to get Brady praise. Everybody was saying Serena or Tygo, whoever. But I think it's just hard to compare. And I really don't think you can compare them because it's just different. Like you say, Tom Brady got seven, um, seven Super Bowl rings. Like how do you equate that to... 23 major championships by uh, Serena Williams. Like, how do you equate that? Like, does that even add up? Do they even equal? Like, I don't even know. You know, I don't even know. So, in my opinion, I say it's Brady because I've never seen it before. I've never seen it with Serena, but in a team sport, I've never seen seven Super Bowl rings, bro. Right. I've never seen it. And I've, most, I've seen most of these in my lifetime, too. So, it's just like, I, I got to go with Brady as the goatiest goat. I know it's Black History Month and all that, so everybody rocking with Serena. But I, I still got to give my goat praise to Brady, bro. I still got to. I understand. I'm going to get some backlash for that. But even even in the individual sports, like, you got Roger Federer. Like, I know a lot of people have him in their top five. Oh, um, Nadal. Christian Ronaldo. Like, Nadal. all these types of players. Like, and, and soccer is a team sport. Now, that's a team sport. It's hard to just carry a team. Like, mm. I, I'm not going to lie. Would, it, would I say it's low-key harder than football? Uh, you can make that argument. I don't watch soccer. <laughs> I, I really don't watch soccer, so I don't know if it's harder than football. Honestly. No, like it, if you like really sit and watch it, you'll be like, "Damn, 
Like this is very you could compare football to soccer. That's what I'm saying. You can't you can't carry anybody in football, but everybody has to do their job. Everybody has to be on one accord to win a championship. But everybody has to be on one accord in soccer too. But you can still oh, yeah. be that individual that stands out. Same thing with basketball. At the end yeah. of the day, it's gonna take the team, but one player still low key can. But I like, think it's easier to control things in basketball than it is football. That's why I put oh, yeah, Brady yeah. above the, the basketball goal, whoever you want to put, an uh, MJ or a LeBron. I got Brady over them because it's 11 players or 22, really, when you think about offense and defense, that everybody has to do their job. You can control things when it's five players on the court on your team. Uh, you can control the pace. You can get the ball every time down the court. You can control a lot, when you're, especially when you're a two-way wing like uh, a Jordan and like a LeBron, which you can control a lot. But with Brady, he really doesn't have that much control. He just has to do his job and has to do it well for them to win. He has done that seven times. I think it's easier in basketball than in football, so I give Brady more credit than I would a basketball goal. But like I said, it's hard for me, man. I can go back and forth on the Serena and Tom thing. I'll say Tom since you said Serena, but that's how Tom will rock out. <laughs> um, let's move on to some other football news. Wentz to Chicago. They said Wentz was supposed to get traded in the uh, coming days. Um, I really don't know how to feel because some yeah. Eagles fans say that he's not going to get traded. And then other fans say they don't want him to get traded. But the front office, somebody in the front office doesn't like Wentz and Wentz doesn't like him. I forgot his name, but that's the beef that's going on right now. But he's looking to get traded. So how do you feel about it? I honestly didn't see that coming. Uh, I've been one of the people saying that I thought Wentz would have to stay just because they put so much money into him that they're, they're, they're going to have to keep him and Hurts. That, that was my thoughts on it. But ever since this news came out about Wentz to Chicago, it's like, hey, do do what y'all can do. If y'all can find a way to make this money situation work and not have it be a total loss, then uh, just cut your losses and do what you can to get that trade to go through. But if they do trade Wentz, I really hope they don't bring anybody in above Jalen Hurts. I hope they would keep Jalen Hurts as the starter at that mm. point. So that would be my only um, take from the situation as far as what they should do in the future if that trade happens. He said, it's then Trubisky if I spelled that right. Nah, bro. Trubisky I, is not the guy. Nah, I don't bro. know. Hey, DQ, I don't know what you're talking about, bro. No, <laughs> bro. My boy, hey, Trubisky, not it, my boy. <laughs> Jalen Hurts got to start, bro. Jalen Hurts has to start. Hell no. Trubisky, not it, my boy. So, yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying. But what do you feel like is the best landing spot for him? You know, he got Chicago. You got Indianapolis. Oh, what you got? I heard Houston could do a swap for him and Carson Wentz. Maybe that could, that's an option. And uh, Indy, yeah. Indy sounds good. I wouldn't mind seeing Wentz at Indy. I had Matthew Stafford going to Indy before the, the L.A. trade happened. But I could definitely see Wentz in Indy. He kind of gives me a win healthy. He gives me kind of an Andrew Luck type of feel. And I feel like the system will work well for him. Like they had to work for Luck uh, when he was playing. Mm. Oh, yeah. Wentz is better than who? Trubisky? Yeah. Yeah. What he was saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. We, we all do that. Yeah. <laughs> we thought you said Taylor Hurts. Yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking you said something else, right? I'm like, thinking you said, yeah, yeah. Better than Hurts? Wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I completely agree with what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think Chicago is the best fit, and I think he can, it can translate to, mm, that's tough. Because the Colts really have no missing pieces, bro. That's what I'm saying. If you just drop Wentz in that and Wentz stays Both up, teams really have no missing pieces. I don't know. I trust Indy better though than Chicago. That's tough. Cause but I think I think they're asking for a first round pick too. The situation Indy would be better as far as like getting to the playoffs because who's in their division? Houston, trash. The Titans. 
Titan, the Titans will probably be their only competition. Yeah, and the Jacks. Yeah. Yeah, that's, so that's it. And the yeah, Bears. So you only got one team that you're fighting with. With the Bears, you got. All you worried about is the Packers. Who else in that division? You're not worried about the Vikings. Sleep. You're Vikings. not worried about the Vikings and Captain Vikings. Kirk? You're not worried Vikings about the Vikings? Always, no, you're not. Vikings always put up a fight, though. We're not for this in here, Cap. Like, the Vikings don't give you a fight throughout the regular season and always battling for a playoff spot. We're not going to act like that. In that AFC division, you definitely got uh the Jags in Houston who are trash. So we only got Sean one. going to Indy. Bro, I need Deshaun to go to uh Miami. I damn it said Atlanta. You been you fucking me up with that. Deshaun need to go to Miami, dog. That's his perfect fit. If he get to Miami, I'm gonna get me a Deshaun jersey. It's gonna be lit. They're winning the ship. I'm gonna call Either Deshaun or Cam Newton is going to Atlanta. I'm gonna keep saying it until one of them they're not getting rid of Matt Ryan, bro. <laughs> they, they need to. I, I don't think they will, but they need to. I'm trying to speak it into existence. Who is Deshaun? going to Indy though? I feel like that going to Indy. Two geek wiggers. I feel like Dak going to Indy, bro. Uh, we can talk about Dak too, because they trying Dak over there with the Cowboys, not having him in that video or whatever. <laughs> good in Miami. Nah, bro said Tua playing good in Miami. They was yanking him in the middle of games. I don't think that's not his fault. I don't. I don't feel like that's Tua's fault, bro. They're- that was the coach's fault. But bro, who, what are we talking? What are we talking about here? We talking about Tua playing good. If you can get Deshaun Watson, you better get Deshaun Watson, my nigga. I don't care what Tua doing. If you can get Deshaun, you. Now, obviously, go for Deshaun, but I'm just saying, like, Tua was getting pulled unfairly. It's not like he was just playing so terrible that he had to get pulled. I think that was a situation. He was getting pulled. Oh, bro. I, if he went if it's Patrick for Tua, they, he was playing terrible. But I'm saying, like, they didn't give him a chance to play full games. With these white quarterbacks, you, you give them a chance to play a full game terribly. Don't make it worse by pulling him out. Like, I don't I don't feel like it should have been. Especially when you benched Fitzpatrick to start him. Just let him, and he young, bro. Just let him get his L's. He gonna have to take hard L's eventually. Nah, yeah, I feel like the the Dolphins was going through a tough time last year because they didn't. They had a tough time going through if they wanted to, like, develop tour if they wanted to win games. Like they were in a playoff race, they really overachieved. They didn't know what they yeah. wanted to do, so they they was trying to develop tour. But they, but Fitzpatrick was the best quarterback for them to win games right then because he knew how to get the job done in those moments. And it was games where Tua was just not playing well. And Fitzpatrick came in and gave them a jolt of energy and pulled out a couple of games that they really needed to at least get them closer to being in the playoffs. So I, I don't know, bro. If you can get the chance, if you can get Deshaun Watson, get Deshaun Watson, bro. I don't care what you got to give up. As a Tua and a couple of firsts, I'm doing it. I'm doing it, bro. I'm doing it, bro. Bro said Miami straight with Tua. I'm not mad at it. If they do stick with Tua, I'm not mad at it, though. If they still because y'all gonna have all the first round picks. I, I totally agree with what you say. If you have the opportunity to get Deshaun, I wouldn't be mad at you, but it's not a bad thing to stick with Tua because he is a future and he he has talent similar to Deshaun. Obviously, Deshaun is better, but you know what I mean when I say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm hearing that they don't even want to trade Deshaun. Like they're not even talking to other teams. They say other teams calling Houston and Houston not even entertaining calls about Deshaun right now. And Deshaun do not want to be there, and Houston need to do everything they can to get that man out of there because I ain't finna say he going to tank on purpose, but if that man got an I-don't-care attitude while he playing. He's not showing up. Oh, <laughs> He's I, yeah, not showing I, I up. Like yeah. I honestly feel like he was sit yeah. out. The damage is done. His relationship with Houston is done. But I did see that Houston fired their – not fired, but their – President ended up stepping down. Yeah. So hopefully when they get a new president, they can trade him. So the new president actually realizes the situation because obviously the old president didn't. Because he's trying to get out of there because he knows it's going to be a dumpster fire next year. Yeah. He already knows. Uh, damn, so many quarterbacks won't out. Papa Russ. 
He talking about he wants some say in the organization. They're not uh, listening to him. He's tired of getting hit and things like that. So does Papa Russ want out? And where are his landing spots? I don't think Russ wants out. I think he just wants the front office to hear his voice and hear what he has to say and give him the pieces that he wants. I can't see Russell Wilson in any other uniform other than a Seattle Seahawks uniform. I'm I could have said the same thing for Brady. <laughs> but, but again, like I said, it took Brady – Brady 40 something now. Like, it's is it really that crazy to see him go to a different team at this point? Yes, yes bro. Yes, After winning six Super Bowls, yes, bro. Like, you, you're towards the end of your career. It ain't like it ain't like you got a lot left in the tank to where it's like nah. hey, you still definitely lead a team to the Super Bowl. Like with Russ, it's like hey, you can still be the like biggest difference maker with this team. Like if Russ was to leave Seattle, they're they're plummeting with playoff hopes and everything. So hey. I, I feel like he needs to stay. Hey, I heard Sierra trying to go out there to New York. I don't know which New York she tried to go to, but I no. heard she tried to go out to New York. No. Hey, Russ can make something shake in New York. New York showed some promising signs this year. Nah. They can get rid of Daniel Jones, get a couple draft picks. I heard Sierra want to go out to New York. That's all I'm saying. No, I'm hearing that. I'm hearing that. That's the word on the streets. Terrible. That's what the streets street saying, bro. I can't see him going anywhere other than New York. I can see New York. I can't I see, see him going I, anywhere. I, feel I can like see him in a Giants jersey. He's going to retire in a Seattle uniform. I don't see that man anywhere. Bro, it's funny because I think we're getting in this kind of NFL where it's going to turn into the NBA, especially for quarterbacks. Like they're going to be, they're going to start to switch teams way more often than what we're used to. We're used to a lot of quarterbacks staying with one team and probably towards the end they leave it. But I think we're going to get to a point where like half of their career, they were one team and then like, organization and then the player start to go different ways bro i really think that's going to become the trend what we're seeing with deshaun maybe with lamar if some shit happens i can really see that with some quarterbacks moving forward it's gonna be like the nba if y'all not giving me the help i need if y'all not listening to me i'm about to jet i'm not sitting here bro it's, it's way more leverage in this nfl now way more mobility and i think we're seeing it deshaun is going to get traded i don't care what houston talk about yeah definitely the, yeah so i think that's coming in the future papa russ He's not getting traded. They're not traded. They'll be dumb as hell to trade Papa Russ because without him. That, that's what Without him, playoff hopes are down. Like, you just rebuilding at that point. You might as well rebuild all the way completely. Because y'all already don't have a defense. Defense was terrible last year. So yeah. if y'all don't have a quarterback, Russell Wilson is the top five quarterback. If y'all don't have him. <laughs> what, what are oh, we talking about? Oh. <laughs> Pete Carroll going to retire. Pete Carroll going to retire if that nigga leave, bro. <laughs> that, that shit not happening. That shit is not happening. All right, bro. Oh, this is what I was talking about. Uh, they had this conversation on get up. Should we start hiring coaches after the Super Bowl? Like you said earlier, uh, Byron Leftwich, Todd Boyles, uh, Bowles, uh, the uh, you said special teams coaches, black, and they were saying that more black head coaches could possibly get head coaching jobs if they waited until the day after the Super Bowl to actually start hiring and start interviewing for the head coaching positions. So, how do you feel about it? I mean, it, it makes sense. You know, I wouldn't want to try to interview somebody and I know they're about playing the Super Bowl within the next week or within the next couple of days. Cause I feel like if you go and accept the job offer, it's kind of like, I, I don't know. I just feel like you're not going to be mentally all the way there when the Super Bowl comes, if that makes sense, because you got a new job opportunity now. And I don't know if I can trust if you all the way in it when the Super Bowl comes. So, because you know, you're going to be a head coach somewhere else. I feel like you still have something to prove when you get to the Super Bowl. So I feel like waiting until like the day after or the week after the Super Bowl to interview for head coaching jobs, I, I wouldn't mind. 
I, I just feel like it gives you an extra game to put on your resume if you win or even if you lose and your offense or defense performs well. I honestly don't think anything would change because the problems will still be organizational. Like the organization still wouldn't want black head coaches. And that's the problem that we have to get used to, bro. We have to get accustomed to. It's nothing that's that's like it's nothing, it's not a date issue. Like if y'all change the dates, these still same white coaches would get the jobs over the black coaches, period. Even after what we've seen, the white coaches would still get the job because they do not want a black head coach to be the leader of an organization. I don't know why, but these white people do not think black men can be the leaders of other black men. That's just how it is. That's just how they view us. So I still don't think even if they change the date to after the Super Bowl, anything would change. I truly don't. I I think it would make a difference because I don't think David Culley would have a job if they were to wait this long because I think he was just the best out of what was available at that time, David Culley was. like I don't think he was at the top of anybody's list coming into this uh, head coaching search. Uh, the dude from Detroit, I don't think he was at the top of anybody's list, but they were just the best out of the available crop other than the, uh, the black names like the Bienemies. And nobody was even thinking about Byron Leftwich and Bowles before they won this Super Bowl. So I think that's how Culley and dude from Detroit got the jobs. But I still don't think it's a date issue. I don't think anything would change because it's still – organizational. I, I agree. It's still it's still organizational and systematic racism at play. So I, I totally agree with that. I just feel like changing the date can be a positive side. Of possibly. It. Possibly. Because I, I do feel like Bowles would have had a job. I do that, feel like Bowles would have, especially after that performance, like I don't care if I like black people or not. I got to get this nigga in here. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> so real. I feel like it, that's how it would have been for Bowles. But I don't think that's that was just a rare occurrence what we've seen. Like, you stopped the Chiefs, bro. Like, we got to hire you after you just completely stopped exactly. the Chiefs. We have to hire you. But I don't think that's, that happens often with a lot of black head coaches or black uh, black assistants or black offensive or defensive coordinators. I don't think that happens a lot. I truly don't. But it possibly, possibly could not change it. What else? I think that's it for the first round of sports topics. Let's move on to Two Wild Wednesday. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Two Wild Wednesday. What we got for the day, man? Let me look. Let me look. Two Wild Wednesday. I should already had these jump pulled up. Man. Well, I said, I'm going to pull them up, too. Oh, I already know what the first one was. Disrespectful. Or not disrespectful, <laughs> but crazy, crazy <laughs> as hell. <laughs> Two Wild as hell. You're Two wild as hell. Hey. <laughs> hey, and if y'all didn't hear me before, before this pod started, I asked this nigga Edgar, which one is better? The X-Men uh, Magneto from the X-Men trilogy, the OG one from the early 2000s, or the X-Men Magneto from the future past and the first class X-Men? Which one is the better Magneto? Because I think one of them is coming back for WandaVision. So definitely tell us which one is best. I don't think it's... No, because you're taking what I'm saying out of context. What, what are you I, saying then, bro? I'm saying... The best one to come into the WandaVision series. I'm not saying the best one to come into the series is the better one between the two. I love the performance of the old Magneto in the first trilogy, but I feel for the new wave of Marvel that we're about to see, I don't want that. I don't want that of Magneto in this. Like, just make the Magneto. I I just don't want the man. I want the Magneto that we've seen in the recent X Men movies, and just make him look older. I feel like he's. I'm about to say he's so young though. Like he's the same age as Wanda. Make him look old. Just make his hair gray and say he's. Make him look old. 
Say he's like fifty something and make his hair great. It's not that hard. <laughs> it's really I want the OG. I, I don't. And let his facial hair grow out or something like that. Something crazy. I don't know. It's not that hard. It's really not. I don't want to see the young dude running shit. Like, nah, you want, bro. You want to see the old ass? Yes, the OG. Yes, I want to see the OG. Bro, imagine if the OG was the one plotting on all of this shit that we're seeing in WandaVision. But I would if, be hyped as fuck. But if he ends up being Wanda's father, that would mean a dude old enough to be her granddaddy is her father. Because Wanda's, what, 32 in this series? And that old ass Magneto is like 70 yeah. or 80 something. So Magneto wasn't fucking bitches when he was 50? Yes, that could still possibly be her father, nigga. What are you talking about? And I told you this could be a different version. This might not even be a sexual pregnancy baby that Wanda is. They could have got her DNA like the same way they got Logan's DNA in that show. I'm telling you, Logan, the way he had his baby, could be the same way Magneto has uh, had Wanda. Oh, they got his DNA somehow. I'm telling you, that's how it is, bro. I'm just saying it. I'm just saying. Oh, that was so hilarious. <laughs> Y'all niggas, it's crazy, bro. No, Denisha, that ain't funny, bro. Because I'm trying to tell this nigga which one is better. Anyways, <laughs> on to the first poll. All right, bro. What's the first one? Right, I'm go gonna ahead go ahead and say yeah, it. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Want to be disrespectful. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Clint Capella should make the All Star game this year. Too wild or not too wild? You already know it's too wild as fuck. Nope. Uh, too wild as fuck. Go ahead. Go, go with your wild. Not too wild, and the votes were 62%, not too wild, 38%, too wild. And everybody agrees with me for the most Hawks part. Fan. It was a lot of Hawks fans on that, John. I seen them uh, tweeting. I seen them tweeting underneath that reply or underneath that tweet. tweet. It, was nah, it was a couple of tweets. I was like, ah, oh, this nigga attracted the Hawks fans. I see it. I see it. Nah, I see it. So that's how you got them. That's how you got them to pull in. Man, if that's Clint, how they feel, that's how they feel, though. That's how Clint they feel. Capella is doing great this year. About 14 points, 14 rebounds a game, averaging two and a half blocks a game. He's putting on a great performance. He's half of the reason, other than Trey Young, why the Hawks are winning games and where they are in the East right now. I can't, I can't ignore that. I can't ignore that. Bro. I don't know, but I, I think I would give DeAndre Hunter more credit than I'm giving Clint, uh, Clint Capella. I think I would give DeAndre Hunter more credit up there too, but I, I got Capella up there a second right now. As far as the list of importance, Trey Young, Clint Capella, DeAndre Hunter. Because this is this was the question you asked. You had put uh, Clint Capella should make the All Star game. You should have put Clint Capella will make the All Star game. I bet money would have been a change of votes. Probably. If you put if you would change should and will, it'll been a change of votes because you like should. Last night you said he should, should be in my list, so that's why he I put should. Him. I don't think he shouldn't at all. I don't even that, think he should be in that conversation. Should, that's why I put it to it because it, it's the, even though it was 38%, that's still a good amount of people out of the amount of votes we had. That's still a good amount of people who agree with you that don't think he even should be in it, let alone will or will he not make it. Yeah, I don't think he should be. He said, my boy said, most definitely should make the all star game. Thank you. Thank Thank you. That man should Thank not be you. in there, bro. Y'all giving this man the Rudy Gobert effect, bro. Just because he got a double double, I'm supposed to put him in? And Rudy he's on the middle of the pack Hawks. He's on the middle of the pack Hawks. And we didn't expect the Hawks to make the playoffs before. Yes, we did. We did expect the Hawks to make the playoffs. Oh, yeah, you did. But I'm talking about the match. No, most people did. At least to be in the AFC, bro, all that talent they brought in, people expected the Hawks to make the playoffs, bro. Yes, they did. People expected the Hawks. But I'm on I'm, – look, y'all y'all can say if he should make the All-Star game, but we're going to get to the All-Star predictions, and I'm going to get to why I'm mad at this nigga because he left some key names off his list. I did. That's it. He, I, left, I, some key, he left some key names off I his did. list. So y'all can say he should or should not make it, but I can love some key names off. We're going to get to it. We'll, we'll get to it. Next we'll poll, you can go ahead with the next one. Uh, Deshaun Watson should be considered a top five QB going in the next season. 
Not too wild as fuck. Too wild. You was this one nigga. I knew it was you. Yeah. I knew it was you. <laughs> I knew it was the one nigga to put too wild. I knew it was you, bro. Too wild. I knew it was you. Why? Why? Talent-wise, we know what Deshaun Watson can do. We know the amazing things he could do. But he has the same record in the playoffs right now as Lamar Jackson. And everybody else who made it far in the playoffs this year or made it in the playoffs, period, I can't overlook them, bro. I, over Pat over Pat Mahomes, A-Rod, Brady, Lamar, and Josh Allen, I'm not putting Deshaun Watson over any of those You're not putting right. Lamar? You're not putting Deshaun over Lamar? No, not right now. No. It's not Deshaun's fault that his team was trash, but I can't overlook the fact that Lamar finally got the monkey off his back and won a playoff game. Against Man, no, we got that monkey off our back a couple years ago, though, buddy. We got we been hey, we off we off that already. Okay, but okay, we gotta give Lamar his just due for doing that this year. I'm just saying, but bro, in, in, in terms of the full playoff picture, who has played better in the playoffs between the two? It is Deshaun. Deshaun has played better between the two in the playoffs. If we're going to go by playoffs, Deshaun has played better than the two. If we're talking about stepping into the 2021 season, just based off of this past season that just ended. Thank you, bro. Deshaun better than Lamar. and I'm. Thank you, bro. Thank you. You got to count the production that we've seen from Lamar, bro. He's still in my top 10 power rankings for quarterbacks. He's just not in the top five. That, that's all I'm saying. Now, will he jump probably in the first three or four games of the season, no matter what team he goes on? Probably if they start off good. But until then, he's – I think I had him at like seven. Yeah, read my, off your list. Read off your list. Read off your read list. Off list real quick. Hold on. Yeah, read off your list. Let me go to it. My list on, was – And especially when it comes to Deshaun, I think Deshaun can throw better than Lamar, bro. And yeah, I think we've seen that, it. I th- we've seen that, it. I would agree. Definitely. That's why I think he's a better quarterback. My, list, my list going into the 2021 NFL season – Pat Mahomes, number one. A-Rod, number two. Josh Allen, three. Lamar Jackson, four. Brady, five. Russ, six. Deshaun at seven. Kyler Murray, eight. Matt Stafford at nine. And Dak at ten. And the only reason I got Matt Stafford above Dak is because Dak coming off an injury, and I still don't even think the Cowboys will be that good whether he there. I'm not mad at that, though. I think even before the injury, I would, I probably would have put Stafford, especially in his new situation. I think he's going to play well in this new situation. So, yeah, yeah that, he's, gonna, he's, he's gonna play way better in this situation. So I'm not mad at the Stafford over that thing at all. It was just the Deshaun being at seven that was way too low, bro. Deshaun at seven I, under Brady too. I would have put him over Russ, but if I just had to say which one is the better quarterback right now, I'm still leaning towards Russ. Even though I, w- Russ, I would give you Russ, I would give you Russ. I, I don't know. You bro, I, just, I had to put Mahomes number one. Obviously, A Rod won MVP, so he can't be less than two. Josh Allen really impressed me this year. Did he have Stephon Diggs? Yes. But Josh Allen made a lot of key plays and did very well with leading the Bills this year. Their defense was straight, but we know that offense is the reason why they got the way they got in the playoffs. I would give you that. And Lamar and and Brady rounded off my five. And then I would have Russ at four, and then I would have Deshaun at five. If if Going by yours, because I understand that you like Josh Allen. I would have him over Josh Allen. That's just how much I like Lamar. I'm a – not Lamar, but Deshaun. That's just how much I like Deshaun. I would have Deshaun at three above Russ and – what's my boy's name? Josh Allen. I would just have them above them. But I still think he's uh, he's top five, even in consensus. I think he should be in the top five over Brady. I think he's better than Brady because he can run. He's athletic outside of the pocket as well, and I think well, he's better I, than I Lamar. Brady, I have Brady rounding off at five because he he just won the championship. Ooh. So I, and and he 
he's still Brady at the end of the day. He can still do it. Kyler Burt. Ooh. Hey, my boy said Kyler better than Lamar. <laughs> ooh. No, I ain't gonna say that. I ain't say that. <laughs> hey, I was with you earlier in the season. Hey, two geek. I was with you early in the season, but he fell off toward the end. So I kind of messed up my, I, my I can't rankings. Say Kyler better than Lamar right now. I can't. Ne- hey, at the beginning of next year, I'm gonna rock with you though. Two geek. I'm gonna rock with you. Because I do think he has more talent. Throwing the ball. Once again, it's it's all in the arm and actually playing quarterback. I think he's Kyler throws better than Lamar. And he has the athletic ability as well. But Does, right now, right now, I would have Lamar over him. Who has the better receivers? Because other than Fitz, I don't know too many receivers he on the Oh, yeah, 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 Arizona. Hey, hey, I can't count that in. He got better receiver options than Lamar right now. Lamar ain't even really got nobody to throw to. Yeah, you got Hollywood, but no, I'm about, no if, if he 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 showed you in the first season that he can throw that ball, no matter who his oh, receiver yeah, was. Yeah, I agree. So when you get D Hop, obviously your stats gonna be better, but he showed you in the first season that he can throw that rock better oh, than Lamar. I'm just talking about overall. Overall quarterback play, I'm still picking Lamar, but if I had to say who the better passer is, it's Kyler. But I feel oh, yeah. overall Lamar is the better quarterback right now. That's the only thing. It's not the only thing, because that's obviously a big thing. But the, the arm, man, the arm with Lamar is what slips him back. I think he's a top seven when I had ended up doing my rankings. He was top seven. So I think I had him behind Brady as well. But I think he, he's a top seven, but I can't put him over quarterbacks that can do both or somebody like Brady who's so consistent and so dominant with throwing the ball. I just can't put him over those quarterbacks. But he's top seven, though. That's not bad. But I can't put him over the other six, though. All right. What's the next one, bro? The Utah Jazz are finals contenders. Too wild or not too wild? <laughs> not too wild, bro. Not too wild. I'm telling y'all right now, the Utah Jazz are for real, and they got a chance to make it. They're not going to the finals, I don't think, but they could pose a threat and at least get to the Western Conference Finals. That's what I mean by finals contenders. They have a chance to at least get to the Western Conference Finals. They're the number one team in the league right now, and they uh they won what 16 out of their last 17 games, so they're really on a streak right now. And the way Donovan Mitchell playing, the way Rudy, I know you said uh you said I'm I'm giving Clint Capella the Rudy Gobert effect right now, but Rudy Gobert is playing crazy right now. He's averaging a double double and a couple blocks as well a game. And who else on that team? Um, uh, off the top of my head, uh, Clarkson. You got Clarkson. You got Joe Ingles. Yeah, he just had a, um, a big shot the other night against Boston last night. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's coming in and playing great with Utah right now. They they really got a good chemistry. I got no contenders. I don't. He uh, two geeks says conference finals contenders. I don't even have them as conference finals contenders. I'm still not convinced that they're even going to beat a Nuggets in the playoffs. I'm still not convinced of that. So I really can't tell you if they're going to be finals contenders. Because if it's a three versus six or a two versus seven matchup that they got to play against the Nuggets, I don't know if they're getting past it. I truly don't. I truly don't. So I can't give them the finals. I really have to see it in the playoffs. And it's funny because it's a few teams like the 76ers, uh, the Jazz, the Clippers, that we really have to see you in the playoffs to really start believing if you're if this is for real. It's like, okay, you're doing this in the regular season, cool. But we really need to see it in the playoffs to actually get behind you and actually to believe the hype. And that's how we look at Milwaukee right now. Like, that's how I'm looking at Milwaukee. That's how I'm looking at uh, the Clippers, like you just said. Those, those are two teams for sure that I'm looking at. Like, hey, I don't give a damn what y'all do during the regular season. Like, you got to make it happen in the playoffs. Because if you can't, it's just like, hey, all right, y'all get these regular season wins and awards. But that's it. That's y'all silly. All right, go ahead. What's that? No, I was just saying that that's just how we uh, treat the Clippers and the, um, and the Bucks right now. Especially with PG. 
I'm not really questioning Kawhi. I feel like people are still questioning Kawhi and if, if he can be the guy. I'm not questioning Kawhi because I've seen him do it before in the past. But PG is who I'm really looking at. Like, PG, are you going to show up in the playoffs? Because the talent-wise, y'all still have the talent. Like, y'all are going to be everybody's sleeper going into this postseason. But PG has to show this in the playoffs. Has to show it in the playoffs, bro. All right. What else? What else? What else? What oh, what's the next one, bro? I next lost it. One is... Hold on, almost lost it. Almost lost it. Oh, uh, who's your MVP right now? Out of uh, the the poll has you can name anybody if I don't got them on here, but Nikola Jokic, LeBron James, Joel Embiid, or Steph Curry, or if you got somebody else you feel should be on there, who you got for MVP? Right now, I got to give it to Embiid, bro. It's definitely Joel Embiid. He is leading this 76ers team, 76ers team to the first place in the Eastern Conference, and I don't know anybody who's as dominant as him right now. Truly dominant. Like, he's carrying his team at this point, and I got to give it to Joel Embiid, bro, just for what he's doing. LeBron is coasting right now. You can, I know LeBron is in that conversation, but he's coasting. The numbers really aren't there like they were in the past couple of seasons, but he's still the best player on one of the best teams in the West. And Steph Curry, I don't even think they're in playoffs right now, so I really can't give it to Steph Curry. But Jokic, he's putting up the numbers, but I don't believe in the Nuggets like that. Uh, I think uh, the Warriors are still the AFC. They might be the ninth if I'm not mistaken, but they, I think they're still at eighth. Either way, they, they're either right there in playoff contention or just under it. But I got to give it to Steph Curry, bro. There would be no playoff hope right now at all if Steph Curry was not playing. We already lost hope damn near when losing. You could have said that about Embiid, too. Without Embiid, what are the sixes? They not in this position, what we're talking about right now. That's true, but I feel like it's just way more impressive with Curry because Embiid can be that player that puts the team on his back and carries the team. We can't say the same about Steph Curry. Steph Curry has never given me that vibe of he can carry a team by himself. He's just never given me that vibe as one of those players. So that's why it's really impressing me that he's doing everything he can to even give them a hope of getting in the playoffs. And if they can get in the playoffs while he's averaging close to 30 points a game and having the um, amount of assists he's having a game and still finding a way for this young Warriors team to like make some type of noise in the West, I got to give him MVP right now. And I think somebody somebody that we didn't put that should still get MVP looks, Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant averaging close to 30 points a game. Yeah, you're playing with Harden and Kyrie. And we have to look at the fact that Kyrie and Harden are eating too. It's not like he's taking away from them. Like, they're still at what, four seed in the West, I think? I mean, in the East. You know, so they're still high in the East. And KD is averaging almost 30 points a game and having a comeback season of the year type of vibe right now so i i can't i don't think we can ignore kevin durant i can't give it to steph unless they're like a top five seed in the west if they end up a top five seed in the west and y'all and he's putting up 30 points per game cool i'll i'll give it to y'all that curry to mvp but if they're gonna be at the bottom of the west just sneaking in there i can't give it to curry at that point if he's just sneaking into the the playoffs i can't give it to him and uh but I see you had showed me the stats yesterday, like his last five games, what Curry's was averaging. I think it was 37, like 37 5 37, and 5. 37, 5 and 5, yeah. But when James Harden was putting up those same type of numbers, he was in the MVP conversation, but he never won MVP like that. He put up 36 and what, 8 and 8 last year? And he didn't even win MVP. But he was the top one seed in the West. With James Harden, he was shooting twice as much as Steph Curry, and it was clearly ISO ball. And Is he shooting those- twice as much as Steph Curry? Half of, half of those points he was getting from the free throws, bro. Come on. Why now. does we it matter? He's getting the points. You can, say that about, you can say that about all these players in the NBA, bro. Trey Young eats off the line. Luka eat off the line. You can Nobody's say that about all these players. Like Harden, bro. Nobody doing it like Harden. Come on, bro. You, you tripping, bro. You tripping, bro. Harden ain't playing like that now, obviously, being with 
KD and Kyrie, but we can't act like in Houston, bro. The man wasn't shooting almost 20 free throws. If you get if you get in the points, bro, you get in the points, period. He period. I mean, the points, but I think how you get the points still matters somewhat at the end of the day. He was putting up historic numbers, and we really glanced by it. He put up, he averaged 35 last year, bro. You're the I, one touching the ball. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, bro. It don't matter. 35 points per game. I don't care if you're touching it all the time. That's still difficult as hell to do, bro. Especially when people are locking in on you. He was getting double teamed a lot throughout the season as well. So he had the, he was forced to pass to his teammates throughout the season last year. And we still wasn't giving him this MVP love that we're forcing on Steph Curry, who is at a bottom team in the Western Conference. Like we were, that's like it felt like we were trying to not give it to James Harden, but it feels like we're trying to give it to Steph Curry right now when they were doing the similar things with their teams. And that's know. what I'm I saying. Think it's a difference, bro. I think it's a difference, personally. I think it's the same thing. I think it's the same thing. Was, uh, the percentage on that, who won the poll though, y'all, was LeBron. LeBron winning the poll right now at 43%. Joel Embiid is second at 32%. Jokic is third at 16%. Steph Curry is last at 9%. Yeah, we got to give Jokic some love, too. Like, I feel like Jokic's putting up crazy numbers. I think he's putting up 28, 12, and 9 yeah. right now. Something yeah. crazy. Something crazy. Because he was averaging like a triple-double for one stretch in the uh, in the regular season. Crazy shit. What's the next one? The next one is the Dallas Mavericks are the most disappointing team this season. Too wild or not too wild? It's got to between, be between them and the Heat. And I'll definitely say the Mavericks because, like I said before, I had them being the biggest threat to the – the Lakers coming into this season, and obviously I, they're 13th in the West right now. Uh, 12th. That I don't think they did they play today. I don't they're think they're playing they play. right now. Oh, oh, so they're 12th right now. But if they lose, they'll be 13th. Okay, so they're 12th in the West. So, and when I thought they were going to be a high ranked team in the Western Conference, so obviously Luca is still putting up crazy numbers, but the team isn't coming together like I thought they would. So yeah, they're the most disappointing because even though Miami hasn't been playing as well, that was due to protocol shit. I feel yeah. like Dallas has had most of their team. For this whole season and they have had their best player and they're still disappointed you feel what i'm saying oh they, they didn't have porzingis so i gotta shoot him that bell but when porzingis came back they still weren't playing as well i totally agree uh by the uh i agree it's not too wild to say this um 71 not too wild by the way on this poll and i totally agree with everything you're saying and it has to be we have to put the blame on luca in this situation because Yes, you're the best player on this team. Yes, you are getting your stats. You're averaging like over 25, 26 points a game, almost damn near 30 points a game. Yeah, 30, yeah. Yeah, close to a triple-double if I'm not mistaken. But your team, it's not translating the wins for your team, and that's the problem. You have to find a way to get everybody else involved and get everybody else more touches. If we, me and other people in the media, if we're going to give you that title of next face of the league, which I know he still can be, you have to find a way to have that effect of making everybody else around you better. Porzingis needs to step up, yes. I feel like he has to put his back to the basket more and find a different way to be more effective. We don't need these long-range shots from, from Porzingis right now. We need him back to the basket, giving a presence down low so Luka can spread the wings out a lot better. I feel like that's what has to happen for Dallas. But until Luka orchestrates that, Dallas is going to be at the bottom of the barrel this year and just disappoint everybody. Yeah. I, I, I think something is going to kick in. I feel like Luca, like the more the season goes on, he will start to rev it up like he did last season. He'll start to get more in shape because I think that's one thing that's holding him back as well. He's not in shape, but he's still putting up these crazy numbers. I think he's going to get more in shape. And these last few games, Porzingis has been touching the paint more, and I like what I'm seeing from him. So I think that will 
create some type of chemistry between those two, and they will start to go on a run, even though they're losing right now to the Hawks. <laughs> All right, bro, what's the next one? Next one is Kyle Lowry will be traded to the Clippers by the trade deadline. Too wild or not too wild? Not too wild because it's not too wild to see, but I don't think that's his best fit. I think his best fit is with Miami because I love the, the chemistry between him and Jimmy Butler, and that's the type of point guard that we need in Miami. I, I love Kendrick Nunn. I love what Kendrick Nunn can do, but we need an upgrade at the point guard position, somebody who I know is an all-star level player and is consistent every night. I love that from Kyle Lowry, and I want, him to, see, I want to see him on the heat. Go ahead with your I, point. I, I think it's not too wild. I, I agree with you. Um, by the way, two wild won this poll with 40, 50, 50. A lot of, a lot of Raptors fans is in this. They don't yeah, want to let, so, uh, let go of Mr. Raptor. <laughs> uh, but I feel it's not too wild. I could definitely see him going to the Clippers. I do understand your point with the Heat, but if Kyle Lowry is trying to win right now and the Clippers, if they're trying to win right now, the Clippers is the best fit because I feel that's all that's missing from L.A. right now is a true point guard to compete with the other L.A. team and also make a true run to just go through the West. I feel the only people, well, not the only, because it would be big pieces, but I feel like you would have to give up Lou Will and maybe Marcus Morris or Luke Kennard. It would have to be two players and like a second round pick. That's what you would have to give up for Kyle Lowry. And I feel like it'll be worth it because you got Kawhi at the end of the day. We consider Kawhi a top three player in the league. You can, I feel like you should be able to miss maybe one or two bench players and still get the job done if you get somebody like a Kyle Lowry. And we're expecting Paul George to step up. So I feel the stars. I'm not, I wouldn't say expecting. I, I wouldn't say expecting. Oh, well, but it, <laughs> we are, we're hoping. We're, we're hoping. hoping it's, <laughs> it's needed for you to step up. Yeah. yeah. And then one thing I, I, I said this on QE Radio I don't think the Clippers are the best fit because you're giving up so much bench, bench depth if you go with what Trey Edgar was saying. If you're giving up a Canard, you're giving up a Lou, you're giving up your bench depth. Like the first person off your bench now is going to be a Marcus Morris and I think a Reggie Jackson. Like I feel like giving up Lou and a canard is big, and I don't think they need somebody like a Lowry. I said this before. I think if they get Alonzo Ball, I think the Clippers are making the championship. Truly, but this is this is on the fact of hoping for Paul George to step up. <laughs> if, but I think if they get a, a somebody who can spread the ball around, somebody who doesn't need to shoot the ball like Alonzo Ball, they will get to the finals. They will beat the Lakers. I really think they're a better fit for the Lakers this year if they get a true point guard, not Patrick Beverly. I think if they get Alonzo Ball, they go into the championship. Truly. But, but I, I feel like Lowry can be that point guard too, bro, because that, there have been several nights where Lowry did not go on the scoring. On, on but scoring. I'm not even saying that from that perspective. I'm just, I'm, I just don't like the fact that I'm giving up to get Lowry. But right. I, I don't have to give up as much to get Lonzo Ball. I don't have to give up okay. as much. I, so I, I can still I can still keep that bench up. I probably got to give up Lou still. But I'm yeah. still keeping Kennard. I'm still keeping Reggie. I'm still keeping Marcus Morris. Actually, but no, I get to keep Lou. For Alonzo, I don't think you would have to give up Lou Williams. Would you have to give up maybe two other players? Possibly, but a Lou Will? No, you can give up two lesser names, but a Lou Will? No, I'm not giving up a Lou Will. for Probably. No. I, I don't know. So the, 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 mock, the mock trade I seen, they said they was giving up Lou. And the mock trade I seen for Lonzo, they was giving up Lou. But that I think J.J. Redick was in that trade or something along those lines. So I don't know. That's just he, the yeah, trade I remember. Redick yeah. had to be in that trade if you're giving up Lou Will. You ain't giving up Lou Will for Lonzo Ball straight up. That's not happening. Oh, not straight up. No, nah, they, they was definitely giving up something else. Yeah, they were definitely giving up something else. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. <laughs> but, yeah, I just don't feel like you can. You don't have to give up as much to get Lonzo, and you can still get the same effect with the uh, – the past first point guard. All right, bro. What's the next one? 
The next one is who's under more pressure to make the playoffs, Steph Curry or Luka Doncic? Luka. <laughs> we, we we really just talked about it. Like he's under more pressure because he was deemed to be the face of the league after what we say, no, seen in the playoffs. And it's just that, that simple. Like Steph, Steph had pressure coming into this season when Clay was still healthy. When Clay was healthy, it was just like, okay, everybody's coming back. A lot of people, I remember Stephen A was like, yeah, they're going to be up there with the Lakers and with the Clippers to be like on the top of the West. But once Clay got hurt, it was just like, ah, oh, that really took the pressure off of Steph. Like he doesn't, if he makes the playoffs, cool. But a lot of people really didn't have them making the playoffs this season. So if he makes the playoffs, cool. But no pressure is really on him. Like I said before, I expected Luka to be the biggest threat or the Mavs to be the biggest threat to the Lakers. And they're not doing that. So the pressure is definitely on Luka. I agree. I voted Luca for this. By the way, Luca won this poll 72%. Uh, Steph had 28%. I just think Steph Curry has nothing else left to prove in his career. As far as pressure-wise, uh, you're, you're known as the greatest shooter to ever touch a basketball, have multiple championships, you got multiple MVPs, the only but, winner. But I feel like people were questioning if he can carry a team like you were talking about earlier. He, he can't, bro. Steph is not that player. Steph is... He's as great as Steph is. Steph is not a put the entire team on your back player. He's just not. And I don't feel like we have the right to hold that against him because I feel like athletically, you have to be very skilled to be one of those players to carry a team like that. Joel Embiid, we can look at you and say, yeah, you got to carry this team if everybody else isn't doing that well. LeBron James, even a Russell Westbrook, was to just to match up positions right now, Russell James Westbrook and Steph are, are both point guards, but Russell Westbrook's athleticism is out of this world to where you're like, hey, he can carry a team if we need him to. Steph doesn't give me that vibe, and defensively, he's not that strong. So I, I don't count on him to just carry a team like that. Luka can do it. Not defensively. I think he's too well, slow. Well, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but carry a team, yeah. yeah. And Luka ain't even all that athletic, but he's more athletic than Steph Curry in my opinion. Yeah. I think it's really a style of play thing when it comes to the carrying the team. But Steph Curry doesn't have that uh, dominate the dominate the ball style of play. Uh, play. The Harden did when he was in Houston. Uh, Lucas has a strong uh, dominant uh, play style. Russell Westbrook the same way. And Steph Curry really doesn't have that style of play. To carry a team, you have to have that style of play. So just to go to your point where you were saying about carrying the team, Trey Young is carrying a team right now because he's dom he's dominating the ball. He's carrying this team because he's real dominant with the ball. So I think it can be done, but that's just not Steph Curry's game. Like Damian Lillard, you can consider him carrying a team because he's really dominant with the ball, even though he has a CJ. But Steph Curry has a different style of play. So with his style of play, when uh, Draymond is really the point guard of that team, he can't really carry a team with that style of play. He can still be dominant, but just not the same way like a, a Russell Westbrook, a Luka, a Harden, and like a LeBron are. He just can't be that style of dominant, but he's dominant in his own way, the way he moves without the ball. So I still like, I feel like he can still carry, but not to the same extent of the uh, of those other players. Uh, We're doing... Uh... We're going to do these last three. We're going to squeeze can, these last three in. Oh, you can do that LaMelo Ball one, though. All right, but LaMelo Ball will unanimously win Rookie of the Year, making him only the sixth player in NBA history to do so. Too wild or not too wild? Uh, too wild. I feel like Tyrese Halliburton is going to get some votes. I don't think it will be unanimous, but I think uh, LaMelo will definitely win, though. I think not too wild, not too wild won this poll 71%. Uh, what we're seeing from the Mellow Ball is just special. 
I along, I think you said it too, and a lot of other people deemed him the best ball brother before he even got to the NBA. And I feel like he's definitely proven that right now. It's just he he has the Hornets. And first off, he he got a starting position in the middle of the season. Like we we have to applaud that. And he has the Hornets right now, what fifth, I think, in the East? Sixth, like, fifth or sixth, yeah. Yeah, right behind Brooklyn at that, you know. So I don't think we can overlook that, bro. He and they a, beat Brooklyn a couple times too. And they got a chance to like really be a, a high-seeded playoff team in his first year there. Like, mm-hmm. I don't I don't think we're gonna have too much of any votes at all for anybody else for rookie of the year. And you got the star power behind your name of being a ball brother and everything. So I feel like the star power plus the fact you're actually producing at a high level, LaMelo mm-hmm. Ball will be under undoubtedly the um unanimous rookie of the year. Like I said, I think people People are seeing what Tyrese Halliburton is doing. Like, I don't think the Kings are as good as they are right now, seventh in the West without Tyrese Halliburton. Like, his impact, his clutch shots down the stretch, like, this this isn't the same old Kings, period. Even though De'Aaron Fox is having an all-star season, even if he was having this type of all-star season, they still need somebody like Halliburton. And I think people are noticing that as well. So I think he will get votes. But like you said, what LaMelo's doing is unprecedented, bro. And the question I asked before... Uh, if, is he the most impactful rookie since Braun? Isn't looking so crazy anymore. It, it, it's not, it's crazy. <laughs> I, I just think, uh, I think we just, I honestly would have to give it till almost the end of the season before I truly give that answer. Right now, it's still too early to say that because the Derrick Rose, uh, yeah, the Dwight Howard was he, Dwight Howard went crazy as a rookie, but he. He was pretty impactful his rookie year. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of players that you can honestly look at and be like, hey, I ain't going to say mellow out of all these years. He said Russ can do what? what? Russ could carry a team. <laughs> Russ could definitely carry a team now. We've seen it before. We, we seen we're it not going to sit here and say he can win a championship <laughs> like carrying a team, but making the playoffs and like possibly winning a series, Russ can definitely do that. We're not going to disrespect Russ like that. <laughs> hey, Russ he, he know I got Steph Curry for MVP too, so he know I'm being honest with that. Come on now. Come on. <laughs> All right, bro. This was one I forgot to say last week, but it was a good question. Uh, if Deshaun Watson is traded to the Las Vegas Raiders, are the Chiefs is the Chiefs dynasty in trouble? Oh yeah, too I wild asked, or not too wild? Damn, I did ask that. I honestly feel like it's not too wild to say that because if you put Deshaun Watson on this Raiders team, this Raiders team did amazing this year. Even though they didn't make the playoffs, they they put up a good competition against the Chiefs already. So I feel like if you just drop Deshaun Watson in that, or even if you do trade somebody, I feel adding Deshaun to that team still keeps you at a great advantage. You can definitely battle it out with the Chiefs every year, possibly win both games against them or split with them each year and have that battle for first or second in that AFC division that, that you will both be in. So I, I don't think that's too wild at all. Patrick Mahomes and that Chiefs dynasty would definitely be in trouble as far as like how many times they win the division and how many times like they have to possibly meet them in the playoffs or something like that, it could definitely be disrupted. I put two out just because what do you have to give up to get Deshaun? I feel like they don't have the assets to get Deshaun and still build on the pieces just to build on their weaknesses. They still have a lot of weaknesses on the defensive side of the ball. So I can't say that Deshaun comes in and all of their defensive concerns are going to be shored up, especially when you're going to be asked to give up a few first-round picks to get Deshaun Watson, and you're going to have to give up a Derek Carr. 
So even if it's Derek Carr and a couple of first rounders, or if you're giving up Derek Carr and three first rounders, you those first rounders can be used on defense. What you really need, your cornerbacks, your linebackers, has to be shored up to keep up with the Mahomes. Like I think they had the worst secondary in the league this season. So you really can't keep up with Mahomes uh, without a secondary, bro. So I think if you're giving up three first rounders, even if you drive some good studs in the second, third, or fourth rounds, you still need those first round high level studs to compete with Mahomes on the defensive side of the ball. Offensively, your, your team gonna be straight. You got Deshaun, Josh Jacobs, Henry Ruggs. Uh, I forgot my uh, the other right receiver name. You got some oh, Aguilar. They got some good pieces with the Raiders, but defensively, I worry. So that's why I said it was too wild with that one. But that was a good question. I wanted to revisit though. And these boys talking junk, boy. They're talking about why you talking crazy. Why he couldn't carry your OKC? He did. Oh, he definitely did. He did. Do we, do we're, we not, we're not saying carry him to a championship. We're just talking about carry. Well, we're just saying carrying period, like in yeah. the playoffs, like yeah. rusting. Y'all better stop disrespecting. That's crazy. That's how they really be treating Russ too, bro. Like, oh, bro. <laughs> I said, I said this months ago. Russ is the bad boy of the league, bro, and he he knows he is. That's why Russ has that I don't give a fuck attitude a lot of times because he know y'all be disrespecting him, bro. Ever since KD left, the Russ disrespect has gone through the roof, and I. Who, I did, don't who did Russ have in OKC when uh, Kevin Durant left, and he took that team to a six seed when he won MVP? What are we talking about? Is that not carrying a team? Averaging a triple double. Is that not carrying a team? We're not saying carrying to a championship. Y'all better stop disrespecting my dog, bro. That's crazy, bro. The disrespect is crazy, bro. Y'all keep disrespecting Brody. He's just a triple double king. He got them to a six seed. Why not? Exactly. He got them to the playoffs in the Western Conference. And can still win you a series. He may not win you two series, but he can at least get you a series in. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy, bro. This boy talking about what's the Wizards record. We ain't talking about the Wizards. That's not the Wizards. We're not talking about the Wizards. We're not talking about this, Russ. We're talking about Russ can carry a team, though. That's what we're saying. We're talking about a team that Russ has been there with, not a team that he just got traded to and he ain't have no say-so or no input on who's around him at all whatsoever. No, that's not what we're talking about right now. Man, y'all disrespecting Russ. Too that much, that MAGA era is still over there. I'm, I'm, <laughs> nah, nah. That MAGA era is disrupting Bradley Bill's mind. He doesn't want to be. That's crazy. Bro. Think, you know, you know the MAGA era up there. I told Look you. Look at these boys in the comments. They talking about uh they said he had Victor Oladipo. They said Russ is a stat patter. That's why he, uh he had PG 13. He had PG and Melo. He said he's trash. He ran PG 13 out of town. Y'all really hate Russ. That's crazy. Y'all really hate Russ, bro. (laughs) Y'all just so hard. Oh my gosh. Wow. Real. The way y'all talking, you would think he ain't a Hall of Famer. Y'all niggas. So so that's his question next. Is Russell Wilson a first? Not Russell Wilson. Is Russell Westbrook a first ballot Hall of Famer? Answer that question right now. Easily. Because if any of y'all niggas say no, I swear to God. Bro, easily, bro. Easily. Y'all dead ass for to say no to this question. Come on, bro. He easily is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Russell Westbrook a first round Hall of Famer? And the answer better be yes, unanimously. That's crazy. Y'all really hate Russ. It's crazy, bro. It's it's sad, bro. He the bad boy of the league. I'm not surprised. I'm really crazy, bro. Let's move on to the next one, bro. Let's talk about (laughs) these All-Stars, bro. Let's let's just run off the All-Stars. If y'all want to hear our reasons and all that, definitely listen to Q uh, Q and E radio tomorrow at 9 a.m. Yeah, I'm finna go to my uh you want me to do mine first or you're gonna do yours first? Yeah, do your uh East starters. We're gonna do it how we did yesterday. All right, my East, my starters in the East for the all-star game. Here we go. Y'all finna look at me crazy. James Harden, Bradley Beal, 
Kevin Durant, Joel Embiid, and Clint Capella. Them my starters for the Eastern All Stars. Go ahead, get you, get you, bro, bro. Please, bro. I get really want, I really want him to, him to say this on the pod because I wanted y'all to really dig in his shit. It really right, is. Right. I want y'all to dig in his shit. Clint Capella, Clint Capella should not be in an All Star game, bro. He should not be in an All Star game. I don't know. I don't care what y'all saying in the comments. He should not be in the All Star game above a Julius Randle, above a, a Demontis Sabonis, a Bam. You have him starting over Giannis. Only guy who's starting over Giannis because I got KD, Joel, and B. Yeah, I got I got KD and Joel and B. Then I don't need Giannis in at the same. What do you mean you don't need Giannis? You have to go by you have to go by who's an all star, bro. Not how it fits in the lineup. All star for me, so yes. You don't go by how it fits in the lineup. Yes, you do. You have to. You got to win the game. And how does that even fit? How does how does Joel and B. and Capella fit better than a Giannis and a and B. Don't ask me all that right now. <laughs> no, answer that shit. <laughs> answer that. Get your starters. Get your starters. Get your starters. That's crazy, bro. All these questions. Okay. All right, bro. Let me go with my starters. So I got the real Eastern Conference starters. <laughs> I got I got Joe LMB, Kevin Durant, Bradley Bill, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Kyrie Irving. That is my starting five for the Eastern Conference. That's crazy. Right. Please, please tell this nigga he's he, he tripping, bro. He tripping like a bitch. He tripping. Yeah, he tripping. Where, where is Giannis? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Where is Giannis, bro? Bam or Randall. He didn't he didn't even put Randall in there, bro. Come I'm on, bro. gonna I'm gonna okay. get my reserves right now. Thank Give you your Giannis. reserves. Give your East reserves. Give your Thank East you, reserves. Giannis, I'm glad you asked. Giannis, <laughs> Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Bam, Trey Young, Kyrie Irving, and Fred Van Vliet. That's my reserves for the East. Y'all he put, he put, really put, said Fred Van Vliet over Zach Levine. Y'all I, want y'all put, to, I really want y'all, y'all to sink it. Let that sink in y'all brain. <laughs> that's, that's possibly the only snub you could say I have. That's the only snub. Randall, Julius Randall. My boy said Randall right here. That's the only snub you could say I have. Yeah, you tripping. Yeah, my, your boy said you tripping, dog. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let me give all my reserves. So I got Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, DeMontis Sabonis, Trey Young, James Harden. Zach Levine and Julius Randle. The only person like I feel like was snub was Bam. So I can see why bro said Bam, but it was really between Bam or Sabonis. And I feel like since Sabonis is ranked higher uh, in the Eastern Conference, I gave uh, Sabonis the nod. That's the only reason. But Bam is definitely, definitely an uh, all-star. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> he said, can't wait to hear the West. <laughs> Go ahead with the West starters, bro. Go ahead with the West, West starters. starters. Steph Curry, Luca, Kawhi, LeBron, and Anthony Davis. Those are my West starters. Go ahead, get yours. Ain't nothing wrong with my five. Anthony Davis over Jokic, huh? Yes. Go MVP ahead. candidate Jokic. All right. Once again, I want y'all to let that sink in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got Steph, Damian Lillard, Kawhi Leonard, Bron, and Jokic. Jokic should definitely be started. Definitely, definitely be started. Anyways. And give your reserves. My West reserves. Jokic, Devin Booker, Rudy Gobert, Paul, (laughs) Donovan Mitchell, and Chris Paul. Got to put CP3 in there. So I got Devin Booker, De'Aaron Fox. Disrespectful. Anthony Davis, <laughs> Anthony Davis, Luka Doncic, Zion Williamson, Paul, 
and Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> That's that is my my bitch. This is the fact we both said Paul was such. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, bro. Man. But I just feel like go bear. You can say go bear with snub CP3. You had CP3 though. CP3 wasn't on my list. Christian Wood is somebody who should be an yep. all star, but I don't think he has the name to be one. It's and uh, for the East, we we didn't mention uh, Colin Sexton. Colin Sexton is putting on a great performance right now in Cleveland, but it, it's Cleveland, bro, and he don't really got the name yet. So that's why I don't feel it's a snub to not have him in. But it, he'll he'll get in soon. He's still real young. He got a lot of opportunities. Hey y'all! Hey y'all! Answer this question for me though. Hey, appreciate that, bro. Appreciate that, bro. But y'all answer this question for me yeah. though. Who is an all star? Who is more of an all star? Fred Van Vliet or Colin Sexton? Please let me know. Let me know right now in the comments. Know that. <laughs> no, let me know. I really want y'all to know. Go look at the stats. Go look at the impact. I really want y'all to. I really want y'all to give me a, a true answer. I look. I put the stats on right now. You go to the next. Um, uh, next topic. I'll be looking up. <laughs> Fred Van Vliet. Go ahead, bro. Um, next topic was just uh Dennis Smith Jr. and his trade. So just just let off the stats, bro. I really want y'all to answer this question: Who is more of an All Star, Colin Sexton or Fred Van Vliet? Fred Van Vliet is averaging. This year, 20 points. How many rebounds? Six assists, four well, six and a half assists, four rebounds, and two steals a game. And then Colin Sexton. Let's look at stats. 20, 20, so 20 points, six rebounds, or oh, six assists, four rebounds, and two steals. Yes. And then Colin Sexton right here. Ah, come on. We at we at we at. I think he averaged about 25 though. I think he averaged about 25. What's that? Uh 23 points. Well, 24 because it's 23.6. So 24 points, two rebounds, and four assists. You didn't read all my man steals? No steals on there? <laughs> but my bro said Sexton. My bro said right now Sexton because I feel he's more consistent. One steal. He averaging one steal. One steal. He said right now, I think it's Sexton right now, bro. If I was to pick who's an all-star between those two, I think I would go with Sexton because of some of the performances that he's had during the season. I know Fred Van Vliet had his 50, what, 54-point game, uh, career high, but I think he had he's had a bigger performance this year. And he's having this Cleveland team, who I think really was not expected to be good at all this year. They're, they're fighting to be in that play-in game. Him and uh, Darius Garland, Jared Allen is a good little mix in Cleveland right now. So I really like what I, uh, like what I see. I just think Van Vliet has improved a lot, and I feel like he – yeah, Fred, Fred do be snapping. I think he's improved a lot. And I feel he can definitely be a number two player on any on any all-star team. I honestly feel that with Van Vliet. No disrespect to Colin Sexton, though. He definitely been putting on a great performance, like I said. All right, but let's move on to the next one. Uh, all I wanted to say here is Dennis Smith Jr. is freed, and his career yes. will be revived in Detroit. Mark my words. The heroes for Dennis Smith. Trust revived. me. I ain't going to say revived. Revived. He will be averaging 15 points and five assists by the end of this season. Mark my words. His career will be revived, and we will see the real player Dennis Smith can be. He's going to have some big nights. Trust me, he's going to have some big nights in Detroit. Revived is a strong word. They have no guards. <laughs> they have no guards, so he's going to get all the PC over there. We're going to see the player he is. We're going to see the real player. I have high hopes, but I'm not going <laughs> to throw words like that out there. <laughs> I'm gonna say revive, bro. He was dead. He wasn't getting any playing time for the Knicks. He was talking about going to the G League. So now he's about to be just I feel like he's about to be the starter soon for the Detroit Pistons. 
And we're going to see the player he can be, man. I love, I love it for Dennis Smith, man. High school legend who really got a raw deal in the NBA, bro. He went to the Mavericks. He did good in his first year. Then they drafted Luka. Luka really ran that nigga out of town. He went to, New York. he went to New York. New York really did not play that nigga. So he really got forgotten about. So now he can revive his career. And uh, uh, then we got traded to Detroit. So shout out to Dennis Smith, bro. And Derek, Tro- Derek Rose got traded to uh, New York. New, New York. York. You think that's a good pickup? I don't watch the Knicks. I, I, I don't, I don't, like, y'all going to hear me say that throughout this entire season. I'm not watching it. I'm not going to volunteer. You can tell You can tell the impact, bro. That's what I'm saying with Randall, bro. Just, I don't. It's the Knicks. It's the same thing with the Cavs. I like Colin Sexton. I look at his highlights, but it's the Cavs. I'm not going to sit and watch the Cavs play basketball. I'm just not. I don't care. I don't really know. It's just not happening. It's not. I'm bro, sorry. Dallas, fans. I don't care. Bro, Dallas really came back on the Hawks. <laughs> These boys were down by like damn near 20 at one point. They up by five. Crazy. <laughs> Let's move on to social media wants to know. Got a good one for the day. For the next five years, who would you rather have? LaMelo Ball or Ja Morant? Ugh. Y'all let me know in the comments. For the next five years, Ball or Morant? Ugh. I got LaMelo. Yeah, I'm going to go with Melo. I ain't going to lie to you. I love Ja. I love Ja Morant, but I got to go with LaMelo Ball. And you know something that scared me about Ja? We talked about it in the preseason. Uh, the preseason episode, his athleticism scares me because he gives me so many D Rose flashbacks. Where I'm like, your athleticism, you have to round out your game more because you're using your athleticism a little too much, and you're so reckless with it. You're so violently, <laughs> violently athletic, bro. Like you hit the ground. We already seen you had a twisted ankle earlier this season, and I'm scared for more injuries. Not gonna win. Obviously, don't want him to get injured, but I'm scared for more injuries like that if he doesn't round out his game and use less less athleticism. So I don't want that. And that's something I don't have to worry about with LaMelo. I feel like LaMelo, he has a well-rounded game right now. He's making a lot of shots. He was said not to be a shooter coming into the season. And he's hitting shots. So, exactly. hey, he, he got the floater. He got the assist his game. passing game? Oh, his my passing. God. Bro, Melo passed like he's been in the league already for like two, three years, bro. Like his passing is just crazy right now. Like I said, I feel he's going to be the unanimous rookie of the year. I honestly see it coming. But no shots to Jaw, because like I said, Jaw almost carried his uh, his team to the playoffs last year. But I think Lamelo, I don't have to worry about the injuries. Like I'm just scared for that with Jado. That's the only thing. My boy's here said Melo too. All right, we all on the same page here. <laughs> I, I, know, I know he's upset right now because his uh, his his precious Lonzowski ball is not the best ball brother anymore. That's but- my man too. Hey, I'm with you on that one, boy. Hey, Michael Porter, I'm with you on that one, my boy. I love Lonzo. Lonzo doing his thing right now, too. It's going under the radar, but Lonzo really doing his thing right now. Last five, six games. So yeah. when he gets traded to the Clippers, he about to do his thing. You listen to Lonzo music? Not at all. <laughs> he, he is a diehard Lonzo ball <laughs> Listening to his music and everything. I'm like, this boy love Lonzo too much. Nah, I don't listen that to his music. Rap. That man can't rap. I don't oh, he can't? <laughs> Oh, bro! I remember I that. Didn't he have like a um a cool's diss track or some shit like that? Yes, yeah, like he did. Yeah. That was the only time I listened to him. <laughs> man, can't rap, bro. Honestly, <laughs> you gotta stop listening to that man. <laughs> that shit funny, bro. That shit you rap funny, better bro. than him. How can you just sit there and listen to somebody you know you rap better than? <laughs> I had a hard time giving that up too. But after seeing Lamelo, bro, he's just way more aggressive than Lonzo. Yeah. He knows how to pick his spots better than Lonzo as well. So. So I got to give it to DeMello, what I'm saying right now. But I love Lonzo. 
Lonzo is still my favorite, but the best, got to give it to Melo. So let's move on to entertainment and current events. I really only have one thing for this, and you already know what it is. <laughs> the Gorilla Glue Lady. <laughs> Crazy. Real deal, the talk of the town. Oh, this lady man. got – you know the story. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, basically, this lady needed some glue for her hair to stay down. Her dumb ass. I think she <laughs> – did she go to Home Depot? I think she went to Home Depot. I think she already had it in her house. <laughs> or whatever, whatever, however the hell she got it. She has some Gorilla Glue spray. And it clearly says on the bottle in the warning labels and everything to not get it on your skin, eyes, all that type of stuff. Oh, man. She sprayed it all over her head. Hair smooth as a baby's bottom, but not in a good way. Had to go to the emergency room, get acetone put on it and all that. Now she's going through the treatment of like cutting her hair and like trying to get the glue all the way out and everything. I feel like she just gonna have to shave her completely. You heard she got paid yesterday? By who? She got paid by some. I think she got paid twelve thousand dollars yesterday, bro. It by somebody. Gorilla Glue, because Gorilla bro. Glue statement out. They put that statement out. Damn, they're saying we're not gonna give you money because we clearly have warning labels that say don't do this. Bro, I heard she got paid yesterday, bro. Damn, it must I... in the hospital or somebody. She must have. Oh a, my god! A GoFundMe. It had to be a GoFundMe or something. Because if Gorilla Glue play, pay, it might have. It might have been GoFundMe. It, it might have been GoFundMe. It, it had been GoFundMe. Because Gorilla Glue put out a whole statement saying we put warning labels on all of our bottles. We sorry for this situation, but we not giving you no money. Because <laughs> <laughs> they shouldn't. They shouldn't give her no money. That's stupid. <laughs> That's you. It has a clear warning label that says do not use this on your skin at the fuck all. Exactly. And you using that shit like bro. right. You're not getting any money out of me, sir. You're not getting any money out of me. Fuck out of here. That's some stupid shit. She had one bottle that said, like, hair, hair relax. I don't know what the fuck it was. And then yeah. you pick up Gorilla Glue and thinks, man, this shit finna be clean. Let me kill this shit. And she, uh, she been using, um, what you call it, uh, glue remover as well, to uh, su- like super glue remover to get mm-hmm. some. So she going through a whole process right now. Prayers to her though, because that is really scary. That's your head. That's very tender skin up there and she all need that. To cut her shit. Stop playing that's, with that's, it. That's the best thing to do. But you can't just automatically cut it. You got to kind of treat it. And like when you get to the part the way you can cut, mm. you can't just put razors on it and cut it because it's really <laughs> gluey and sticky, right? Yeah. Now. So you can't do that. She says she milking this shit. Hell yeah, she making money off this. Did she make a YouTube channel? Her IG going crazy though. I yeah. see her IG going she crazy. She got followers and shit. Yeah. She got management in her bio now. So she making money off this shit. <laughs> she making money off this shit for sure, bro. Stupid shit you can do nowadays to get fame and money. It's crazy. Yeah. Even on like- accident. Even on accident. Just I I can't blame her because she she taking advantage of the opportunity. I think she had a doctor offer the help. She said it may take to God damn. I, I'm not surprised. Because yeah. this she kept it in there for a month. When you keep some shit in that fuck, like, yeah, that I'm shit right. is laid uh, down, bro. Yeah, that yeah, shit yeah. is laid the fuck down, bro. So Terrible. it's gonna take like a month of acetone to actually get that shit to relax, to actually get that shit to get cut the fuck off. So I have like, to be on your, on your prince type shit. Yeah, <laughs> she finna be. Oh, bro. Like you said, prayers to that lady, but I don't feel sorry for her because, like, yeah, I don't feel sorry for her. Yeah, because it, it's stupid as fuck. Like I can't. Like it's just stupid as fuck, bro. Nobody right. would do that. Gorilla glue. Come on, crazy! And it was another thing I wanted to talk about for social media wants to know. Um, that that one girl, like I think this was like yesterday or two days ago. This one girl tweeted uh, a picture of herself with all fifty schools that she got accepted into, and it was a lot of people on social media like really bashing her for that, like 
saying you took oh, I seen that. Yeah, yeah. spots away from other students who could have got in, and then other people was like, You wasted thousands of dollars applying to all these schools, and you only finna pick one. Like everybody was just going ham on her and just ignoring the fact that a young black woman like got accepted into 50 colleges. I feel like that's an accomplishment at the end of the day because just how she got told yes 50 times, she could have got told no 49 times and only got accepted into one. You know what I'm saying? And she, I highly doubt she paid for every single one of those applications. There had to be a couple that might have been free or maybe only been oh so many dollars, like 10, 15 dollars. But, but even if she did, like y'all mad at her for having the resources to be able to pay for yeah. all that shit? Like, like, what, she <laughs> if she, she got the money, money, what's the problem? Like what, what, saying, what if what if her family got enough money to be like, yeah, we could pay 25, 30, 40 dollars for the application and you want to do 50? We'll give you how much money it is to pay for 50. If they got money like that to do that, then let them do that. People just be hating, bro. Like I said, niggas real deal be just me miserable as hell because there's nothing wrong with that, bro. It's there's really not. It's really not. I wouldn't do that because that shit was a lot of money. I remember. I mean, I didn't yeah, want to pay for those. I don't, I don't, have the, I don't <laughs> got the funds to. Yeah. <laughs> possibly be told no that many times. I don't got the funds for that. You know, even yeah. being told yes, because I still got to choose one school at the end of the day. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't got the resources. Crazy. Maybe if I did, I'd probably be like, yeah, I'll do it. But since I don't, I wouldn't. She got accepted to all schools too. All fifty schools. Oh wow, that's what's up. So she's smart then. Like y'all matter helping me as smart and having exactly. the resources. That's really what y'all matter. I'm pretty sure she got full rise to some of them. Like Man. maybe not all of them, but some of them. I'm sure. That's crazy, dog. Niggas mad. Y'all should, especially she was black too. If I remember right, yeah. she was black, and we trying to tear her down for what? It was a lot of white people coming through, though. It was a lot of. It was a lot of white people. It was Damn, it was some it was some this black, black history month. We ain't listening to none of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was some black people hating on it, but it was a lot of white people in the comments too. So white people, y'all privileged ass need to get the fuck out of my comment section. Y'all need to get the fuck out of my comment section, dog. What the fuck? I would have broke. If I was that girl, I would have been tearing no white asses up, dog. They don't give up my shit. Bruh, I can understand I can understand the little hood people, bro. They mad because they don't got the resources. But white people and y'all privileged ass need to get the fuck. Out of my comments with that bullshit, bro. For real, for real. Y'all need to go on the fuck out of here, man. That's crazy. <laughs> I thought it was some niggas in her comments. That's some it white was. people. Come it on, was, It wasn't that many. <laughs> That's crazy, bro. Y'all don't really disrespect that girl. Shout out to her for getting all them schools. I wish she could take all them spots. That's crazy, dog. Bro, <laughs> privilege ass in her comments, bro. Them niggas probably got all full rides and they talking shit about her. Oh Come on, God. dog. That's that crazy. was the funny shit the whole day. Oh my that God. That shit be crazy, bro. Because that's some <laughs> shit that really be niggas be mad when people, when they see people have things, bro, or see people have resources. Niggas just be mad for no reason. No reason, like, bro. Damn. Okay. Just because your situation ain't like that, don't mean you got to hate on the next nigga, bro. Like that, that don't mean you got to hate. That's crazy, dog. Especially the white folks. I'm really mad you told me that. I'm really mad you told me there was white people that was in her comments. I'm really mad about that shit, bro. That's crazy. Y'all niggas was whipping our ass for centuries. Y'all niggas talking about y'all mad about her getting into 50 schools. Man, if y'all don't get the fuck out of here, come on, bro. Man, we get about our reparations. That's our reparations, getting into 50 schools. Fuck out of here. You just went on a whole rant. That's crazy. Bro, because they really be trying to black folks who are doing well in this world, bro. Trying to tear oh, us down some way. Oh, Crazy man. Fuck, bro. That Crazy was <laughs> Anyway. Let's move on, bro. Get some reviews coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't know by now, we are reviewing WandaVision. Uh, episode 6 comes out Friday. 
So make sure you uh, tune in to all of our show reviews leading up from episode one all the way to five so you can see our theories and our predictions on what's to come. Very good show if you haven't watched it yet. If you're not into Marvel, might as well get into it now because we got a lot of Marvel stuff coming up in the future. You a lot got of, you got a Loki, you got Falcon and the Winter Soldier, all that Eternals. Like we, we're really finna get in space and we really finna get into all of the strong Marvel comic characters. We done we done had we done fantasized the MCU for so long, but now we gotta make the MCU show love to the comic world for real, for real. And like yeah, because these really aren't the main characters that we've seen or that we've grown up with. These are like some new people. Like I don't even remember these dudes. Like a uh, Wanda. I- like Pietro, like who are these I, people? I, I remember them, like from comic books and stuff. Like, cause she wasn't just called Wanda; she was Scarlet Witch, and he was Quicksilver with the X Men and all that type mm-hmm. of everything. And then you got uh, Galactus, which we seen in Doctor Strange. Like he might play a bigger part later down the line in movies. And I think Silver like, Surfer had referenced Silver, him as well. Silver, Silver Surfer, Surfer, like all yeah. of them. So we we finna see a lot of strong characters that you don't usually see in Marvel. So I'm ready. To, I'm ready for all that. But yes, we got to. Uh, we got to review um, One Night in Miami. We got to do Snowfall coming up. We got to do Tiger Doc. We got a lot of movie and show reviews coming up for y'all. And so. we got Malcolm and Marie. Malcolm, hey, ooh, let, me, let, me, let me know if y'all watched that. I had watched that. Um, I think I watched it's it on Saturday, too. It's on Hulu? It's on Netflix. Netflix, okay. And let me, hey, let, hey, let me know before we get out of here. Let me know how y'all felt about Malcolm and Marie, though. Let me know. Because I want to know if y'all feel the same way I feel about Malcolm and Marie. Cause I really felt like they was arguing. Like it was, it was Zendaya and who else? Who was the dude? Uh, bro from Tenet, Denzel's son. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I feel like they was having like different variations of the same argument. I was like, damn, like I'm kind of happy. Shit, what? (laughs) Niggas was arguing about this. I'm like, all right, bro. Like one ten minutes go by, back to another argument. (laughs) Ten minutes go by, argument. God damn. All right, bro. I'm cool. All right, bro. And damn, is there anything else we need to review? I think that's it. Uh, nah, that's it, I think. As far yeah, I think as that's it. it. Yeah. I think that's it. And what you got for past the Ox, bro? Past the Ox, I was on my Big Sean flow for the past few days, so I'm going to say I'm going to say Lucky Me by Big Sean. Lucky Me by Big Sean? Jesus, boy. What I've been funking this week? Uh, hmm. Hmm. I might have to go back to Pleasure Pete. <laughs> Boyfriend number two. <laughs> I might have to go. I might have to go to Pleasure P, bro. I honestly have not stopped listening to that album in the last two or three weeks. That album has definitely been in heavy rotation, so I'm definitely rocking out with that one. I don't know why. Boyfriend number two, but <laughs> sign nigga, sign nigga anthem for a minute. All right, bro. Uh, I think that's it. You could definitely go ahead with the social media. Y'all can follow us on Twitter at QE Podcast One. You can follow us on Instagram at QANDE Podcast. You can follow and like our Facebook page. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Click the notification bell so you can see anytime that we drop new episodes. Our Snapchat, QE Podcast, and our Gmail is QANDE Podcast at gmail.com for any business inquiries, questions, or concerns. Yes, sir. And subscribe to us on Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We appreciate all you guys for listening. Denisha, boyfriend number two should be everybody's song. I'm telling you, that <laughs> shit won't. What? That's crazy. Quincy Mad for real. <laughs> yeah, that shit kind of got me hot. So we're just going to leave it on that note. We appreciate y'all for listening. And we out. Peace. <laughs> crazy.